0: Welcome to Roadmap to the Executive Suite podcast, a place where we talk about accelerating your careers, all tailored to the ambitious woman. We're here to have fun, feel empowered, and get actionable steps to get you closer to your dream job and salary, no matter where you are in your career. I'm your host, Claudia Miller, Latina career coach and corporate trainer who helps ambitious women get the jobs they want, all while getting them up to $100,000 in salary increases. I've been featured in Forbes, MSNBC, and Business Insider put me in their top global list of top innovative career coaches. I'm the creator of 90 day job offer program where I teach career driven women like you, my proprietary strategy on how to land a job you love in less than 90 days, all while getting 30 to $100,000 in salary increases. No matter if you're just starting in your career or you're ready to pivot into the executive suite. My clients have been able to move to the next step in their careers, successfully pivoted into new industries without having to take a pay cut and have broken into management without any prior experience. I'm coming to you with a new episode every week on Thursdays with mindset, job search, interview skills, and style negotiation advice with actionable strategies you can implement today to help you get ahead in your career. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Hi, welcome to this week's episode where today I'm going to be talking about how to boost your confidence during the job interview. So overall, it's almost impossible to not have your confidence taken hit while you're job searching. Whether you're starting out in your career, you know, you're a freshly graduate, or you're already a seasoned professional with years of experience under your belt and lots of achievements and degrees. Overall, I've seen it that it impacts everyone. And just know that you're not alone. So this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some tips and what you can do about it if your confidence has taken a hit while you're job searching. Because if you don't work on your confidence, it will leak into your resume, your cover letter, your LinkedIn profile, and especially in your interviews. And when you're not confident and it leaks in your interviews, that's when it could cost you the job or thousands of dollars because you're not positioning yourself as a top thought after candidate. So why do we lose confidence while job searching? Well, it could be for multiple reasons, but what I've noticed from clients and job seekers that I've talked is that before they even start job searching, they've either already been passed up for promotions multiple times, they found out they've been grossly underpaid, even though they've been performing at an optimal level, They've been doing the job of two to three people and feel like they just can't keep up when in reality, they've just been used and abused and do the job of two to three people. They haven't received a salary increase in such a long time, and they're not being approached or grew for the next promotion, even though that they're deserving of it. And there are opportunities within the company. They've been demoted in title due to reorg changes or acquisitions, yet they have equal or more responsibilities. Or if they've come back for maternity leave and they're just left to feel less than. Not like they, the performance has take the dip or anything. They were groomed for leadership roles. They took maternity leave. And now they've been demoted or just kind of put off to the side. And the list goes on. This is just like a short snapshot of what I've heard and seen from my clients and some job seekers I've spoken to. Now, when they start job searching, they start getting out rejections for roles that they know they're a great fit for and even for those that they're overqualified for. They're too qualified or underqualified and not just not giving a chance. They get low-ball salary offers. They go through rounds of interviews and never hear back from the company, not giving them a reason why or if they even filled the role or not. They get approached from recruiters and then are ghosted without a reason why. After they submitted their resume, Never hear back from this recruiter. And the list just goes on. And just me listing and going through this list has me feeling down. I'm not even job searching. But it just seems like everything is just stacked up against the job seeker. And like I said, with whatever's been happening at the workplace and then what's really happening while they're job searching, there's a lot of factors that impact our confidence. So what's the right thing to do? Well, my favorite quote is from Glenn Turner, which is, worry is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it takes you nowhere. We lose confidence because we worry that there might be something wrong with us. We're wondering, are we selling ourselves? Do we think we're better than what we thought we were? Maybe we're not as great. Maybe we're falling behind. Maybe they're hiring younger talent for, you know, filling the same roles, but for less pay. Yet when I speak to the younger talent, they're saying, They're not hiring me for the roles that I want because I don't have enough experience in the industry. So I hear both sides and it's all about focusing and worrying and because we don't know or we feel like there might be something wrong with us over on the job search process. My advice to helping you increase your confidence during the interview is to focus on what you can control. So there's no use of focusing on things that are just out of our control. We have no power. There's nothing we can do. And it just leaves us in a very debilitating state and in a feeling of worrying and frustration. So here's what I mean when I say let's focus on the things we can't control. We want to treat job searching like data gathering. If you're not getting callbacks in your resume, you're not getting any requests for interviews based on the jobs you apply to, there's something wrong with your resume. That can be easily fixed. Work with a professional resume writer, work with a career coach that can help you. That is an easy fix. Don't apply to 300 jobs and then say there's something wrong with my resume. The rule of thumb is for every 10 jobs that you apply for, that you know you're qualified for or at least qualified at 60%, for every 10 jobs you're applying for, you should be receiving two to three interviews. If you're not, there's something wrong with your resume. Do not wait until you've applied to 100, 200 or 300 interviews or 300 jobs to then say, oh, there's something wrong with my resume. Let's be proactive and let's focus on it. Job searching is data gathering. That's what we're doing throughout the whole process. Now, let's just say you are getting interviews. For every 10 jobs you're applying, you're getting two to three interviews or more. Well, what is happening? You know, what is happening through the interview process? Maybe are you getting zero offers or are you getting like offers with very low salary. So we want to ask the reason why. So if we didn't make it past the interview process, why is that? Were they looking for you to relocate or go into the office or move? Maybe it was a location thing. I mean, I just had a client where they were told or asked, yes, the role is remote, but we still want you to live in this area. And because of it, because she didn't live in that state, she just didn't move forward in the interview process. She's also not looking to relocate for a remote role. So it's nothing that it's a problem with her. It just wasn't a good fit. And the company was just not very good at communicating. So you could check off to say, that is not my fault or nothing having to do with me. Can't control that. I'm going to sign that off. Did they offer you a low salary? My question will be, well, did you apply for the role that offers a low salary? salary. For example, I don't expect to make $100,000 applying for a call center rep there's no not being offensive right there. I'm just saying there are types of roles that we know what the salary range is. Are we being considerate of the role in this marketplace? So if we're applying for a director of software engineering and we're getting offered $90,000, that is not a problem with you or anything. That is just a company that doesn't know the value of a director of software engineering. They're either not willing to pay for it or they need to ask for a lower title for, to meet that salary with those responsibilities. Now, maybe there was a company freeze and they just stopped interviewing and they can't hire for this role. Okay, well, then I'm not going to worry because I didn't get that job. It was just a company freeze. That is out of my control. Check that off. Were you the top candidate or did you make it to the last round and you just didn't get the job offer? And start asking yourself, well, why is that? Can I ask interview feedback? Can I ask them? You know, what could I have done better? What were they looking for? And then you can focus on your interviewing skills. If you're not a great interviewer and you know that, work on your interviewing skills or work with a professional like myself. So interviewing is a learned skill and it's something that you can work on. And I know this because I've worked with lots of clients in their interviewing skills where they're introverts, they don't know how to sell themselves, they're uncomfortable, they absolutely hate those behavioral questions. And after working together, they nail their interview. They're told that they're the top sought after candidate. I've had clients where they're told there's a five interview process. And after they interviewed, they said, you know what, we're going to forfeit the last two interviews. We want to extend the job offer. We want to bring you in. Those things can happen. Now, remember, the best person doesn't always get the job. It's the best interviewer that gets the job. Think about it. How many of your coworkers or managers how did this person get this job? Why am I the one training them on how to do their job, even though I report to them and they're way higher? I know a lot of us have those situations or we're wondering, how did this person get this job? Again, it's not the best person that's qualified that gets the job. It's the best interviewer that gets the job. And interviewing is a learned skill set. You can work with a professional. I said, I work with my clients. I'm having mock interviews and we practice and I help them Easter their interviews. So again, if you're just on a good interview, there is an answer and a solution for it. Work on that. Other data. Now, let's just say you're applying to ten jobs. You get two to three interviews of those. Resume is performing great. Now you have about let's just say at this point five six interviews and none of them accepted job offers, and all of them are you're qualified for. You have all the skill set, and you're just not getting it. Maybe you're just not a great interviewer. Work on that. That's something that can be fixed and focus on the solution, not that you lost those opportunities. Next is always keep your pipeline full. So what I mean by that is continue getting interviews, continue applying to jobs. And even after you received a job offer, continue applying because we know that a company can always pull back their job offer. So you want to continue interviewing and... You don't want to stop applying or networking. Like I said, you want to continue getting more interviews and getting that pipeline fall. And there are multiple reasons why. So one of the reasons is that let's just say you have one interview and you're putting all your eggs in this one basket and you're super excited and this is your dream company. And for whatever reason, they just don't hire you. Maybe they did a hiring for you. Maybe there's a policy change. Now they're nervous and they don't want to hire for this run. Now, all of a sudden, you're feeling down. Now you feel like you got to start from the beginning. Now you feel like you're hopeless and defeated. And now you're going to start, go back to the drawing board and then continue applying to jobs. You're going to have more time to lament and feel sad about it and lose your confidence because you don't have any other opportunities. But same scenario. Now you have five interviews lined up at five different companies. But one of those companies you interview, you don't get the job. Well. That's fine because you still have four other opportunities. Plus, you're still going to spend time interviewing or networking, applying to jobs. That way you can add in more companies to your pipeline. And you might potentially come back to five opportunities again or even more because you're continuing to do the work. So now you don't even have time to lament or feel sad that you lost that job because you still got to prepare for those four other interviews. You don't have the mental capacity or time to say like, oh, god, why didn't they hire me? Why did this happen to me? Is, is this the wrong time to be job searching? Because you're going to say, okay, that didn't work. Okay, why up for other ones? I need to focus on that. I have a few interviews. What is the next one I need to prepare for? And then you are just going through it. You're working through it. There's no more time because again, we're keeping that pipeline full. So you make sure that you're always continuing to apply to jobs. and want to continue interviewing. And like I said, even after you've accepted the job offer, I still recommend to still continue interviewing and see where that goes because a company can always pull back their job offer and say, sorry, uh, we changed your mind. We are no longer having this position and I'm sorry that we have to do this. So again, we want to mitigate risk. We want to make sure we take care of ourselves during the job search process. They can pull back the job offer and we can pull back our offer acceptance. So it goes both ways. So you want to make sure you keep that pipeline full. Then you want to ask yourself, why didn't you get the job? You don't know why you didn't get the job. Ask to get on a 15-minute call. There's nothing wrong with asking for feedback. Now, most recruiters or hiring managers are not going to feel comfortable giving you feedback through email or over email. It puts them at risk and it's just not cohesive. But they're more than happy to be honest with you if you get on a call with them. People tend to be more open when it comes to hold code because, again, it mitigates risk. So ask them, you know, I'm looking to, you know, improve my interviewing skills. You have feedback on what I can improve or, you know, was there anything that I was missing, certifications or background? Ask for that feedback. You want to know why. I've had clients where they're told, you know what, we actually just ended up going with an internal candidate because they needed someone to know the system and it was a proprietary system. Okay, that is a client's control. They can't follow on that. Okay, that's good to know. Great. Right. Now they're told, hey, you know, we noticed that it's really imperative that you know this specific <laughs> skill set. Let's just say like SQL. It's imperative that for this job. You need to know SQL and we need you to start ASAP with that knowledge. Then you can say, all right, now we know what skill sets we're missing. Now you can go on LinkedIn Learning or any other learning platform or YouTube and learn SQL on a weekend. That's something that can be fixed. Again, we focus on solutions, not things we can't control. Now, we can't control if policies change and it's disrupting the market. We cannot control if there's a hiring freeze within this company. But we can't control if we have missing skill sets or our interviewing skills or just the opportunities out there. So we want to make sure that you start focusing on that. Next It's also important that if you're not sure how to navigate job searching, I know I've had clients where they've been at their company for five, 10, sometimes 15 plus years. They haven't had to create a resume in a long time. They haven't started or interviewed in a long time because they've just been promoted, or they've had to interview with someone within a company that they used to work for. But, you know, it was a very casual interview process. Well, then work with a professional. There are career coaches that help you through that process. So for example, when I work with my clients with career coaching, I help them with, hey, here from A to Z, the job searching process. If you need clarity, here's how we get clarity on what roles are the right fit for you. Once we identify the right roles, here's how we write a customized resume, cover letter, LinkedIn profile. This is how you network. Here are the people that you need to start networking again to know. Here are the templates on how to reach out to them and what questions to ask. Here is how you interview and let's set up the mock interview session one-on-one so we can role play and I can let you know what you're doing really well, where to make improvements and even a mock salary negotiation session. This is where I role play with my client and having them get practice when it comes to negotiating their salary and how to make sure that they are able to create a compensation package. So if the company can't fulfill us or meet us at the salary range we want, how can we still get to that salary? With benefits or additional perks that we can get from the company. But again, there are solutions out there. This is how I work with my clients. There are other career coaches there as well, where they can walk you through every step of the process. If you're really scared about going back and job searching and you're not sure how to even go through this process in a competitive and saturated marketplace like it is now, things have changed. Now there's algorithms, there's you know, the ATS system and all these other things. And you're like, I don't know if I'll even get hired. What if I'm too old? Or, you know, there's such thing as ageism. What if I'm too old? What if I'm not as qualified as I think I am? Work with a professional so that way they can help you in selling yourself, getting a little bit more clarity of what jobs are a good fit for you and what's, you know, normal in the marketplace at this point. What are the interview process like and helping you prepare for it. Again. Focus on what we can control. Then the next thing is you want to make sure that you make a list of achievements and read it as much as possible. I know sometimes we forget all the great things that we have done and we focus on a few short moments of defeat and ignore our cumulative achievements. For example, you didn't get the job offer because you haven't managed 300 people, but you've managed 120. Don't feel like you're less than or feel like you are not as good as you think you are. You're not good enough because of that moment. When you look at your achievements, you have accomplished so many great things. So I have my clients all make a list of achievements that we use through multiple marketing materials like resume, cover letter, LinkedIn, interviewing skills. But it also helps with their confidence. Like I said, if I asked you what you did a month ago, I'm pretty sure you're not going to know. I wouldn't even know. I don't even know what I did last week. I would have to refer back to my calendar. So it is total natural and normal for us to forget all our achievements that we did a month ago, three months ago, six, 12, or 10 years ago. So we want to make a list of achievements and refer back to it as much as needed. If you need to read it 10 times a day, because has it been that kind of a day, then do so. If you just need to read it once a day, And that's a but we want to continue reminding ourselves of all the great work. Your role and salary do not define your value. And if you want to have a competitive advantage and say like, hey, I just need help and guidance and feedback, someone that can walk me through that stuff, then again, hire a career coach. This is something that I work with clients with. And then remember, if you didn't get the job offer, doesn't make you less than. It just wasn't a good fit for whatever reason. And sometimes it is out of our control. It's out of our control. Don't even worry about focus on building up that pipeline. And if it's something you can't control, then there means there has to be a solution. Figure out that solution and focus on solutions. So overall, this is my advice on helping you boost your confidence. Again, we want to focus on what we can control. And if you're not getting the jobs, for things out of our control, like policy changes, like I said, hiring freezes, the company just got acquired, or they're acquiring the company, that is out of your control and don't have that impact or confidence. Instead saying, hey, it just wasn't a good fit, it just wasn't meant to happen right now, let me focus on what I can't control, and I need to focus on these other interviews as well. So if you're interested or want to know more about how to apply with me or work with me, I've included a link and like I said, I walk my clients through every step of the process. I want this to be as easy, as comfortable, and for them to have as much support as possible. And that's why my clients, every time they work with me, no matter how low in self-confidence they start, they for sure leave feeling very confident, getting jobs sooner than they thought, with salary increases, harder than they expected. I've had clients that can said get up to $140,000 in salary increase. I've had clients get over 75% in salary increases, even at a senior leadership level like directors. They're making 200K and they still get a lot of those increases because that's how much they've been grossly underpaid this whole time. So if you're interested, feel free to check out the link, but let me know which one of these interview tips or these confidence tips were super helpful and which room was your favorite. All right, take care. Did you know I have started a 100% free Facebook group dedicated to making job searching easy for career-driven women and help them master their interviewing, networking, and salary negotiation skills? And we're doing free weekly trainings covering everything from how to sell yourself to increasing your salary by 30% minimum. Plus, you'll be in there with a network of other ambitious women. So make sure to join us by texting us the word JOIN to 844-995-1523. And we'll see you there.